0: Hmm,
1: that's weird. That's weird. You're kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's
0: crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy! Isn't that weird? That's weird, man.
1: It's strange.
0: What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 153 of Camp Strange. I am your Camp Counselor, Alex Tobin.
1: And I'm your other camp counselor, Dong Cheetle.
0: <laughs> okay. Um That's cool. And uh before we get started. Go see Iron Man. Be- <laughs> Don- Iron Man
1: 3 Don- coming out. Came out yesterday, today.
0: Dong Cheetle is not in Iron Man 3.
1: Dong Cheetle is in Iron something 3.
0: Um anyway, uh it, before we get started, <laughs> we got to update you on any Daddy's Cream stories. David, do you have any Daddy Cream updates for us?
1: Everybody wants to know about Daddy's Cream. <laughs> But no, but no one ever wants to ask how Daddy's doing without his cream. Uh, yeah, the pharmacy texts me when Daddy's cream is ready for uh, <laughs> ready for pickup, and uh, there has not been a Daddy's cream text for about a month.
0: So how, the, how I mean, are the hands?
1: They're bad. They're bad. Every everywhere's bad.
0: It's the cold. It's the cold. I am just riddled. <laughs> with daddy (laughs) sores it's his favorite dinosaur
1: yeah the daddy sores it's good Daddy
0: yeah (laughs) it's good but before we uh catch up on any more daddy cream or longer stories we gotta catch you up on any of the news you may have missed in the past weeks and uh david do you want to start
1: yeah sure mountain biker in spain shot after being mistaken for a rabbit what yeah mountain biker in Spain shot after being mistaken for a rabbit mm,
0: they're fast oh I guess he's a mountain biker that would make sense. I was thinking more of like a road cyclist or something like that I'm like it's kind of hard to mix up but was Yo, it... there
1: is a there's a
0: picture where was he shot
1: uh it appears to be some uh like the buckshot
0: oh did you choose rabbits with a shotgun.
1: Can but I, I mean that's cruel.
0: You can shoot him with anything. <laughs> no, oh uh, yeah. I mean, I mean the it. idea
1: of shooting a rabbit would be you know rabbit stew or some shit like that. But with a shotgun, there there ain't gonna be no rabbit left.
0: <laughs> you got it.
1: uh no, but so he uh he's got he's got the buckshot from his from his shoulders to his buns. Oh.
0: You, see, but that's the weird thing. I mean, I, I, I assume that, like, that guy's going to get sued for shooting a man, right? You can't just, like, shoot a man. But then, like, remember when Dick Cheney shot that guy? Yeah. I mean, he didn't get sued, right? Well, he's also, that's like... That's because there was no
1: one to sue him. That dude was fucked up.
0: <laughs> Dick Dick stood over him and said, hey, I missed. And he goes, no, you hit me, Dick. And he goes, no, I missed. And then he... Put put it against his forehead. Yeah, he,
1: goes, he he cooled the the barrel down on his neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you remember me? And then he ran off into the woods, <laughs> stripped naked. Um, dick,
1: I've known you since third
0: grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a new dick. And then he, yeah, okay. And then he, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, uh, that's that sucks. Dude, I never want to go mountain biking and get yeah. shot. Let alone go mountain biking.
1: Yeah, uh, Miguel Toran um, believes that the incident was a genuine accident, but he is still considering a complaint against the Hunter. A complaint. Yeah, the Hunter had a shooting license but could still be charged with recklessness.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should probably make sure it's an actual rabbit and not just something moving fast. Like, that guy was, you could tell he missed a lot of rabbits that day. He was frustrated. He was just shooting at anything moving quick.
1: Hey, we got a uh, we got a comment at the bottom down here on pinkbike.com. Good news <laughs> source, uh, all bike top, related and riding. it actually it honestly is. Uh, top comment is he must have been doing a lot of bunny hops.
0: Oh, they just took our fucking thunder. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah,
1: these guys this this uh the Manro username. He's funnier than we are. I'm gonna. Ch- click his profile so he's got a podcast get him on
0: get him on here
1: if i can i'm gonna send him a private message i gotta join
0: you ever seen those like mountain bike videos where somebody's like riding along the side of like a mountain and like if they if they lean one way they (laughs) fall off a cliff yeah like that's does that doesn't make sense to me yeah i you know it's People kind of like want to die. Well, it's, it's like those guys who, who find the really big Hills and they bomb them on those longboards where they have like the metal gloves oh, yeah. and they're like scraping them. And I'm like, I've done that. You're a turn away from like a car just like coming up and just like you f- your head gets stuck in the grill. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. I,
1: I had a buddy who was like insane with that shit. He had a full leather suit, like oh. a motorcycle helmet, uh, I would like drive with him when he would go do it, and then you know, I'll pick him up and take him to the back, up to the top. Mm. And like there are times where like I could barely keep up with him in my fucking car.
0: And then and then you start going fast behind him, and then he falls off and you run him over, and then you're yeah. like, yeah. Then you that's to-
1: kind of what I w- was hoping would happen. <laughs> and
0: then you have to take him to the woods, and he's like, David, I only broke my leg. You're like, it's too late, and then you. <laughs> Just, what do you want
1: to live the rest of your life with a broken leg?
0: You'd be bunny hopping all over, and then just... Anyway, that's cool. Well, we have somebody else who didn't die, thank God, in my story, as Flavor Flav nearly crushed to death <laughs> by a boulder. All right, I gotta hear this one.
1: Yeah, boy.
0: For this, for those of you who don't know, a uh, Flavor Flav is the. I mean, you have to know Flavor Flav, right? He's the he he's the star of the one of the best reality shows to ever exist. Flavor <laughs> that's the only
1: claim to fame. Well,
0: I mean, he was in the the rap group Public Enemy with uh, Chuck D. I think the other guy's name was, uh, but he didn't really do much rapping. He kind of yelled in the background. Yeah, he was like the hype man. Yeah, and he kind of sucked, honestly. Um, kind of Public Enemy just kind of sucked, though. I mean, they had got a couple good songs though. Uh, like Fight the Power. Like that was a good one like the song th- sucks no dude you, <laughs> their songs you suck fucking get the 80s man <laughs> um but it's just like i don't know they're all right but flavor flav is gross as fuck and um <laughs> he was on flavor of love
1: did you see the? did you see the episode when the girl shit on the floor
0: there was no, are you sure i remember i saw the episode where pumpkins spit on new york
1: no, there was an episode uh a flavor flavor real shit on the staircase or something like
0: that. Shit fell out of her dress.
1: They're all wearing these little tiny dresses, yeah, yeah. It fell right on out. what and they're all like, "Who did it?" And they're all freaking the fuck out
0: and then flavor runs over he's like it was it was it was tanya. <laughs> it was-
1: it was tiffany it
0: was tanya no but he's really gross and he wears a big clock around his neck and he looks dead. viking helmet yeah viking helmet not in this picture but he's he's still got the clock but he's 62 now and he was on his way back from 62 yeah i thought he was like 82 i know well he looks like shit (laughs) he looks like the shit that fell out of her dress like he looks so bad Anyway, sorry, sorry, Flava, if you're listening to this. That's a flavor. He's,
1: he's not listening to this. And you know what? Fuck you, Flava Flav. If this does make it to you, man, fuck you. That's Let's
0: a, get the bad press going. That's a flavor I don't want to try. <laughs> <laughs> Baskin Robbins called. They said they're all stocked up with their 32. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is like shitty Vegas comedian I run right now. I you, it's real good. <laughs> so, um anyway so uh he was he was driving back from vegas to la and a and it just says a boulder smashed into the right side of his vehicle but the weird thing the is like ufos vegas is flat like the desert like there's no i don't think there's like a oh wait no there's probably a couple hills out there but i guess a boulder just smashed into his car and uh he's okay <laughs> he called triple a and uh yeah, it just says he briefly lost control of his uh, car, but thankfully he, he's all right. And then he, when he got out of the car, though, when AAA got there, he apparently said, that bitch from the reality show just shit in my car seat. <laughs>
1: so I i I had to Google image Flava Flav just to see really what he was looking like these days. Mm. And I was going through the photos, and I found a photo of Flava Flav. Is he naked? Pete, Pete Davidson. What? Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and,
0: uh... Who's the last person? God. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kim's mom. Oh, Chris.
1: Chris Kardashian. Mm. And underneath it says, U.S. Weekly, Flava Flav was Pete Davidson's gift at party
0: with Kim Kardashian. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> if somebody gave me flavor flavors, I'm like, return them. Return it. I don't want it. Return it. I hope it.
1: you kept the receipt.
0: I'm like, I open it. I'm like, it's a Tootsie Roll you left outside? What is this? It's melted. Oh, boy.
1: You know, I know I'm not a great writer, but I think I could do better than U.S. Weekly. The Technically, the first sentence of this article is, Supportive friend. What? It just, it starts off supportive friend, <laughs> explanation mark.
0: <laughs> that might be a sentence, actually. I don't know. That's cool. It's, um, that's cool. That's <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. Admit Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian's recent romance, Flava Flav, opened up about... What it was really like to party with the new couple.
0: How did he get into that party?
1: Why do people care? He he was the gift. You don't understand. He was the
0: gift. (laughs) That's such a bad gift. (laughs) Imagine Flavor Play is leaving and then like Pete corners him and he's like, where do you think you're going? You're coming home with me.
1: Pete Davidson's 28 years old. Whoa.
0: Well, how did you think he was older or younger?
1: Yeah, man. He looks like a goddamn corpse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's a funny corpse that every woman that's, wants
1: that's true that yeah. is true can't
0: um, can't deny him that i mean you guys like murder right all you ladies <laughs> out there you like murder no wonder you're into pete davidson he looks like he's like he looks like he's he, jack
1: skellington he
0: looks like somebody who who murders and who has also just gotten murdered it's very it's, it's very hard you know seesaw to walk it's very delicate but um yeah do you have another story
1: i do um boy this one's really for the holidays i i thought of a better way of introducing this one but i already forgot because i forget after 10 minutes uh venomous snake found a lurking in family's christmas tree
0: i saw that south africa
1: I didn't even click on the article yet.
0: I'm oh. doing that right now. <laughs> I got a I got a pop It says that I was blocking pop-ups I couldn't read it, but um, yeah, I think it was in South Africa. We just got a tree 2 3 day 2 3 days ago. Yeah. Tree prices have gone up, people. Holy shit. You're telling me, man? Oh man. We got a um, a noble fir. Okay, Fern? we not a fern. It's a fir. F I R fir. Anyway, we got a double fir, and we were looking at the other ones, and like they weren't bad. It's just like some like some of them even the one we got like it's it's having a little hard time. we got them we got them heavy porcelain ornaments on some of them, and I'm like, ooh, I'm like getting a little nervous, you gotta kind of stick to the light ornaments this year. The trees are weak <coughs> they're not i mean, I don't know it's it's okay last year we got like a fucking dead one. they like sold us a dead one, and like Hell yeah. I, I was bringing it in the house, and there's so many pine needles everywhere. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, but yeah. Do what you about? have another new story? That's a fucking snake story. That's it. Yeah, I already closed the tab. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, word of advice, check your trees for venomous snakes, I guess. Um, Give it a good rattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you could tie it to the top of a car and drive it home and put it in like a stand and then find out it has a snake in it. But hey, you know what? What do you gotta do? What do yeah, you gotta do about it? It Happened. Um, my next story is a uh, sweet smell of success. Ninety Day Fiance star sells her farts for forty five thousand dollars a jar. Yeah,
1: that that lady. Oh, what a piece of work.
0: Uh, honestly, they I can say honestly, I have
1: watched that show.
0: Honestly, the jars aren't even that big when you get them. They look bigger <laughs> on the internet. It's fucking bullshit
1: uh as far as reality trash tv goes that is the best show you could ever watch
0: so this lady's name is stephanie mato uh um, yeah she's a nutcase is she yeah Oof. i mean i feel like if you're kind of on that show like you're probably a, like you, you whether you're you're duping somebody or getting duped you're like a well, who's the other guy with no neck big ed
1: oh yeah big ed. that guy same man. season Dude, same season.
0: I get so many ads of being like, "I'm on cameo," and I'm like, "Dude, I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> Him and Flavor. I'm gonna give you Big Ed as a present. I feel like he's like in the I same Flavor flavor Flavo thing. Anyway, but yeah, she 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 has 6.6 million views on her TikTok videos about fart sharing. Not um. It first one titled day in the life of a girl who sells farts in a jar so obviously this is like more of a novelty dude the jars are fucking tiny and like there's like it's like a jar that has like um like just a cork in it it's like a tiny jar like this big and has like a little cork in it i'm like that there's no fart in there after
1: yeah but you know why that's that's more realistic than a giant mason jar because it's like there's no way to go fill that up
0: Speak for yourself. I could. (laughs) You guys set your price. Hold on. I fill a paint bucket.
1: Do you have the stats for her sales? Because I remember seeing this, and it was like an insane amount of sales. And it was like, how is this? No, wait. She
0: fucking sold them, man? She made like millions of dollars. Shut the fuck up. I didn't finish reading this. Oh, like I got to the part where she talks about her diets of beans, protein muffins, yogurts, and hard boiled eggs usually do the trick. And I fucking oh. threw up in my mouth. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> she, also, she also puts That's a couple enough for this week. She also puts a couple flower petals in it to attach the scent. Um at that point you're just getting a jar with a couple of rose petals in it. What? There's no way. Oh wait, oh, wait. Uh, in a follow video caption, she informed her fans that her farts made her forty five thousand, nearly forty five thousand in one week. So she sold one jar.
1: Wait, how much is one jar?
0: I thought. Oh wait, I thought the one sells her farts for forty. I thought one jar was forty five thousand. No, she. I got fucking ripped off. This is horseshit. Wait. <laughs> I made almost fifty thousand selling my farts in a jar for one week. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know where the price is. Do I wanna I she and the last quote just says, I think I've really tapped into a huge market and there seems to be endless potential. I you guys like me, right? Do <laughs> you guys like me enough to buy my farts? Cause I swear, I feel like I'm just I'm just burning product right now. I feel like I'm throwing money into a giant chasm. I'm really just I'm really sitting on a gold mine literally.
1: I saw a breakdown where someone took how much it was how much it cost to get and how many she allegedly sold divided by how much money she made and it was like there's no way this 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 lady is farting like 87 times a day and well, capturing in jars
0: yeah i also think that like if you start telling people that people like oh my god so many people are buying these farts in a jar it normalizes it and then people go like well if a lot of people are buying it like there must be something good about it or like a lot of people are interested i don't feel so weird about doing it anymore you know so
1: well there was the there was the one girl who was uh selling her gamer girl bathwater.
0: oh bell delphine
1: and then uh, I saw a thing that was, like, labs tested it and said that there was, like, absolutely zero, like, evidence that would say that any, like, any part of a body entered it kind of thing. Like, Oh, really? It was just poured straight out like tap.
0: I mean, it it wouldn't be hard to, uh, it wouldn't be hard to, like, that's the least of her worries, you know what I mean? Like, if you just take a bath, you like just leave it in there and start filling it up, I guess, but, you know at least you could be authentic in her useless uh in her useless uh selling of of well, items
1: I'm pretty sure it got shut down because like there were tons of cases of people just being like I want my money back because your bathwater's not in this
0: <laughs> See that's what I'm saying like in order to avoid a scandal like just actually just hop in there I mean it's no sweat off uh, her back just to take a bath you know and then just have uh, her assistance. Just Just
1: be real and be like, this is air from my apartment, and there's mm-hmm. enough creeps that would buy that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Or just like sell like your dirty socks or something, or like I know people buy underwear for sure. Dude, I there's literally... there is no
1: way these people are selling these vials of this Ugh. shit and not selling their underwear and socks already. Oh you yeah, you know that's true. they're already
0: doing that. Man, I wish I was hot. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be easier. <laughs> <laughs> Everything
1: oh i tell you one thing our podcast wouldn't be in the negative
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wish we were hot and funny and (laughs) and talented Talented. that would be cool (laughs) fuck oh like i know what i want for christmas (laughs) oh yeah smart too that sounds fun wow I'm pretty average. Yeah, I'm just like... Understand things. I could fake my way through a conversation, but fuck, if you bring up any kind of dinosaurs or politics or show me a place on a map, well, fuck.
1: I wish I could just, like, absorb information the first time around.
0: (laughs) Yeah. David reads a page about three times, then moves on to the next page.
1: I've never read an entire book.
0: (laughs) David... Now is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we get into these stories?
1: Well, I was gonna say. Speaking of news, have you seen anything about uh, Urban Meyer or Myers Urban
0: Um Meyer. Is that is that the hot dog guy? <laughs> no, nah,
1: that's a football coach.
0: Doesn't his baloney have a first name? No, Oscar Meyer. But I not a. Ur, Ur, did you bring up Urban Meyer last time?
1: You know, I might have I we might have done it once or twice because lately it is insane how every single day there's a new news story about Urban Meyer. Who is this guy? And uh he was a longtime coach at the univers- the University of Ohio State. Uh and uh he's the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars at the moment, and they've got a hot two and eleven record right Ooh, now. Ooh,
0: I... Wait, wait! Two uh, wins?
1: Yeah. Ooh. One of them was in England. Ooh.
0: So they, uh, so they played, they played upside down and backwards.
1: Yeah. No, I feel like I could honestly do a whole episode on his last week of shenanigans. Maybe I will. Do it. By the time we do another episode, I'm sure do there it. will be like five more uh, news stories about him. So what, maybe, you,
0: what oh. did what did he do this week?
1: To, oh, today the news came out that he kicked his kicker in the face.
0: <laughs> that's, the, that's the last guy you want to challenge to a kick fight. i tell you yeah. right now, buddy.
1: It's asserting dominance. Yeah, he kicked him in the face while he's, like, stretching or something. Holy shit.
0: That's kind of cool. Kinda, it's kind of <laughs> kick ass or kick face.
1: Yeah. No, he has no idea what's going on. It's a very strange story because he was a very successful college coach, and in the NFL, he's just like he has no idea what the fuck is going on.
0: Oh, did he just did he just jump up from the uh, from college to NFL like this year? Yeah. Ah, yeah, he's losing it.
1: This last week, uh, people are asking about a player's like play time, and he was like, "Yeah, they played," and uh, you can look in the stats, and they did not play a single down. <laughs> <laughs> like he has no idea what's happening. <laughs>
0: well he's probably just like freaking out two and eleven he's yeah he's not gonna be there for long he's just like no he's trying to do whatever he can to he's faking it until he makes it let's just say that
1: it's a different animal college to nfl nah, not I... a lot of coaches can be successful in both
0: uh who's the seahawks coach pete something. pete carroll yeah he did it
1: yeah he no he coached at usc and he was very successful at usc with reggie bush um but the reason he jumped to the NFL is cuz he was about to get busted for illegally recruiting players and paying them money. Oh
0: shit, that's right. Didn't but uh, didn't can't Reggie throw too
1: much shade because uh, so did Chip Kelly and that's my Oregon Ducks.
0: Oh, yeah, didn't didn't he uh, uh, Reggie like loses Heisman or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, that's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. All right, let's get into these stories that we got for you. Let's do it. Okay. Now David, would you consider yourself A fashionable yet resourceful guy, as in, (laughs) as in, you like to look nice, but you like to be unique and crafty about it.
1: Uh, I would say the second half.
0: You, just mostly unique and crafty.
1: (laughs) I wear what fits my
0: my fucking your your weeble wobble body, body, your weeble wobble fucking figure.
1: Whatever I can do.
0: Um. Well. Oh, oh! And say, and as we all know. Um, what was the best time for fashion, David? Uh, best time for fashion. Best time for fashion. In what sense? Just like the best era. Like if you had to pick like one era of the world, you're like, what's like the best? From
1: my opinion or like the general opinion?
0: Uh yours. What's like the coolest time for fashion? Like what's kick ass? If you actually get this, I'm gonna be very impressed. 75 to 85. That's right, the Old West. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, the Old West. <laughs>
1: 1875 to 85.
0: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So today, I want to tell you a little story about a very strange incident and in a fashion statement that made even the dirtiest, stinkiest, toughest, and horniest outlaw say hey where can i get me a pair of them as today i tell you the insane story of the outlaw known as big nose george and how he became a pair of shoes
1: these these human skin boots (laughs) You're going to tell me about some human skin boots.
0: <laughs> Let's get into it. Oh, no. So George Parrott, also known as George Francis Warden, George Manuse, and my personal favorite, Big Nose George, was an outlaw known for his large nose and for being a member of a gang of road agents and horse thieves. I feel like horse thieving was all the rage. That was like, that's, horse thieves are the people who steal iPhones now. Right. I was going
1: to say carjackers, but yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> like, like, no, but that's the thing. I feel like carjacking is not that easy. Like, you, P, you, if you steal a car, they call it in, they run your plates, like, they can find it quick. But I feel like people can, like, steal your iPhone real quick and then just, like, turn it off, reset it, and then they got away with it. Just kind of like back in the day. And of course, like, yeah. horses are like cars, but. You just got
1: to turn it off and reset the, the horse.
0: Yeah, you just you, you kick it in the face. You just ask <laughs> Pete Carroll. Who? Urban Meyer, Oscar Meyer's Wiener. Ask him. So, um, led by a man named Sim Jan, the outlaws were active in the Powder River uh, country of Wyoming. I love that name, Sim Jan. Sim Jan? Yeah, Sim Jan. It's nice. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I don't know what kind of guy he was, but he's probably a cool guy. So, he's in the Powder River country of Wyoming uh robbing pay wagons and stagecoaches of cash shipments and relieving passengers of their money and jewelry like iPhones they had iPhones the gang was also comp- uh, comprised of Frank McKinney Joe Manuse, Jack Campbell John Wells Tom Reed Frank Toll and Dutch Charlie Burris um on August 16th 1878 1878- oh fuck did you is that is that the yes it is I said
1: 75 to 85 motherfucker.
0: Wow, look at you. So, on August 16th, 1878, the road agents planned to rob a Union Pacific train near Medicine Bow by manipulating the tracks to derail the train. However, as 7 of the outlaw members hid in the brush, the brush waiting for the train to arrive a section crew came along and discovered the tampered rail how cool is like robbing a train i i played red dead redemption 2 i we know i <laughs> i wasn't
1: oh my god i thought we were over this <laughs>
0: i wasn't good at robbing trains i feel like i'd shoot somebody and then everyone would get off the train and i wouldn't get anybody's money but I have a problem, David. So, but it's it's just like a cool thing. Like it's just very cool to rob yeah. a train. So, That's why we
1: stopped using trains
0: because they kept getting robbed. We still yeah. use trains. No, we don't.
1: Have you personally? No. Exactly. It's all fake. <laughs> trains are fake. It's like North Korea. Trains. No, like the train. The trains aren't fake. The trains are running, but there's no one inside.
0: <laughs> Oh, I love that conspiracy theory. You like walk up to somebody at work, and be like, "Have you ever seen anybody in a train?" And someone's like, "Yeah." You're like, "Hmm."
1: And oh, then yeah. you know who's working for the government. It's
0: true. Then that's when that's when you that's when you take out your your fiber wire and wrap it around their neck. <laughs> be like, "You robot bitch," <laughs> just, just try to unhook the batteries. So, so. Uh, reportedly Frank McKinney wanted to shoot the guys who, uh, found the section crew that came along and found the, tam- uh, tampered with, uh, rail. Uh, but Big Nose George and Frank Toll objected saying they hadn't come to kill section men. I guess section men are just like dudes who check on different sections of the railroad. would be good at that. Yeah, Seems easy.
1: Like that monkey.
0: Yeah, exactly. They just pull big levers or levers or levers. Meanwhile, as the crewmen repaired the track, a railroad foreman rode ahead to stop the approaching train and informed the law that the rails had been tampered with. So, that was like obviously the thing where you take a section of, of railway out of the uh, train and then they have to stop. And then the guys go and they like jump on and they're like, hey, everybody, give me all your money. That's when I shoot them and they all run off the train. So, yeah. uh, their plan uh, thwarted the outlaws. Could do nothing more. Could do nothing but silently watch as the track was repaired. Then, after the workers left, they rode off. So they basically just got their whole plan fucked up. Um, there's just too many people there, and they're like, "We just have to murder all these people and get like so much more heat on us than just robbing a train." So, in no time, a posse was sent to apprehend the would-be train robbers. Two lawmen soon tracked the gang to Rattlesnake Canyon at Elk Mountain, where the outlaws shot and killed the two lawmen. So they're already fucked, you know, the, the two lawmen show up and then they just get blasted and now, now they're in big trouble. So afterward, the gang split up, heading in various directions after discovering the two dead lawmen. The Union Pacific Railroad doubled their efforts in the track in the tracking the murderers, and county authorities offered a ten thousand dollar reward for their capture. Oh shit! That's...
1: Ten thousand bucks in eighteen. What was it seventy-eight? You said.
0: Uh, yeah, Something like that? yeah, seventy-eight, seventy-nine. It's a lot of money. I know. I mean, I don't know what that. who does that translates to? it? Let me see. Ten thousand dollars. Ten. Calculating, calculating. <laughs> eighteen seventy-nine. Let's see. Um That's not right. It says <laughs> it says it's worth seven thousand dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's still a good amount of money. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah no, I
0: think something's wrong in this. Something's definitely wrong in this. It's okay though. Um oh here we go. Ten thousand dollars in eighteen seventy is equivalent to the purchasing power of uh two hundred and twelve thousand dollars shit yeah that's pretty sick yeah i'd 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 go try to catch a gang member for that and it sounds cool like not only are you getting like a shit ton of money but yeah, you get like oh look at alex caught the caught the goat rapist and they'd be like hey and then i'm like getting locked up i'm like i caught him <laughs> oh turning <laughs> yourself in is calling catching him ain't it how much is bail? Now put that money in my fucking pocket. <laughs> so so uh one of the members of the gang, Frank Toll, was actually killed the next month while trying to rob the Black Hills stage line. So that's you know they all go their their separate ways and it's like the end of the sandlot. We're like Frank Toll, he he got murdered <laughs> while trying to rob uh, a, a another train, it seems like. Uh, oh, stage line actually. That might be a stagecoach. Seems a lot easier, right? Sure. Less hassle. Um, Dutch Charlie was uh, uh, another of the gang, and he was apprehended in 1879, and he was the first one to be apprehended in the gang. But when the westbound train was bringing the outlaw to Rollins for trial, it was stopped by a mob in Carbon. And uh, Dutch Charlie was then forcibly taken from the train and hanged from a telegraph pole. Oh, shit. So that was, like, a big thing where angry mobs, if they just, like, didn't like you, let's just say, like, you killed, like, uh, a lawman in their town or, like, shot up a saloon or something, like, and they knew you were, like, in the jail, a bunch of people would just show up and just... Like, the cops would just be like, or the lawman would be like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I can't. Yeah, there's two of us. The, like, he's like, okay, I think everybody's getting out of, we're all getting a crazy. We all need to take a nap. And then he's like fucking push him over. And he's like, oh, I did my job. Go murder him. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they they, they hang that guy. Um, Later, when Big Nose George was in Miles City, Montana, do you know where that is? No. Miles uh, I actually want to look it up cuz I'm kind of curious cuz it's we just went to Montana. Montana's big. No, it's not. You said Miles City? <laughs> Miles, Miles City. Okay, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to take this out. Miles City is in the middle of nowhere. It's to the right of Billings. It's almost in North Dakota. Oh yeah, no, I, so, I've never been i never been over there. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty far. So, he was uh he was in Miles City, Montana, and he got drunk and boasted of the attempted train robbery and murders in Wyoming. Classic fucking drunk outlaw, am I right? Yep. In no time, a telegraph was sent to Rollins, and in July of 1880, Sheriff Rankin of Carbon County, that was the same place that they they hanged his buddy, uh What's his buddy's name again? Uh, Charlie, Dutch Charlie. They hanged him in Carbon too. Um, so the Sheriff Rankin in, in uh, Carbon County went to Montana to take George back to Wyoming. Again, as the train made its journey, it was stopped in Carbon by the same mob that had lynched Dutch Charlie. Big Nose was hauled off of the train and was prepped for lynching. However, when the outlaw began to plead for his life and confessed... And confessed, promising to tell all he knew about the murders if they would let him live. The vigilantes cut him down, and Big Nose was then allowed to continue the journey to Rollins, uh, in order to stand trial. Which is crazy. I'm so surprised that like he was able to talk a mob out of like lynching him. Yeah, I mean he must be like a, like a like a like a good schmoozer or something.
1: A real silver tongue.
0: They're like, oh, God, I fucking hate you, but your nose is so big. I trust you. I fucking trust you. You know that? I trust you, big nose, George. I trust you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a nose, I'm a nose. <laughs> so so uh, at George's trial, he was found guilty on what date, David? David? De- the June
1: June third,
0: December fifteenth, eighteen eighty. It's close. The, the very same date as today. He was found guilty today, in eighteen eighty. What? One hundred forty years ago, December fifteenth. One hundred forty-two oh. years ago, right? One hundred forty-one. There you years. go. Yeah. Um. Crazy. Uh. And he was sentenced to hang on April second, eighteen eighty-one. So you're getting there. Um, however, George didn't plan to go so easily, and he attempted to escape on March 22nd of the following year. When he attacked jailer Robert Rankin, you know, the same guy that went to Montana to go get him, he attacked him with his heavy foot shackles he was able to remove with a pocket knife and a piece of sandstone. He then. Jesus. I know, it's fucking MacGyver, dude. How
1: shitty are these fucking locks,
0: dude? Everything I always everything sucks, dude. I always think of that scene from, uh, Shanghai Noon when Jackie Chan pees on the. Um, he like the electrical fence. No, he, in Shanghai Noon, there's a fucking electrical <laughs> fence. <laughs> no, he pees on a shirt. And then, like, wraps it around the bars and then takes a piece of wood and, like, intertwines it with the shirt and then, like, twists it and it bends the bars inward and then they're able to sneak out.
1: The only thing I remember about Shanghai Noon was when they were in the hot tubs, little bathtubs. There's no hot
0: tub in that movie. What (laughs) year do you think this is? (laughs) Maybe, like, a hot spring? I don't know.
1: Uh, they're in some bathtubs you're
0: like i just remember when them playing their psps <laughs>
1: <laughs> tony hawk pro skater 3 on their psps Ooh, i'm
0: more of an underground guy but yeah 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 sure sure so uh yeah he just fucking macgyvered this shit with a pocket knife and a piece of sandstone um which is crazy and then he hid in the washroom and then slammed the heavy metal chain onto rankin's head which caused him to cut his scalp and fracture his skull in the process. However, the day was saved when Mrs. Rankin, his wife, then appeared with a pistol in her hand, and Big's, Big Nose George was forced back into his cell. That's like from a movie. Hmm. He like called his wife, and wife's like, no one hits my husband over the head with a big-ass chain but me. and uh big nose just went crawling back so not long after the incident a group of masked men stormed into the jail and held jailer rankin at gunpoint fuck while stealing the keys and opening george's cell george thought he had made it as a free man once again but when he was escorted outside what he saw was a crowd of 200 people gathered ready to lynch the outlaw that fucking, dinner trash. that fucking sucks. He's like, oh, he, he opens it. He's like, okay, I know what you're thinking. Yes, I maybe you hit him over the head with a chain. But, Kevin, you, I love that shit-covered bandana around your neck. You look so charming in that. You look dashing tonight, my friend. And then the one guy's like, I trust you. I trusted you. Who's the one guy? What was he saying? What was that one guy saying? He's having a moment with him. What? <laughs> I don't even remember what my fucking initial joke was. Remember when he uh, talked him out of the first <laughs> lynching and the guy's like, I trust you. I trust you. That guy's like bawling in the in a mud puddle being like, I yeah. trusted you. Anyway. So Punching the, the puddle. <laughs> Punching the <laughs> puddle. I saw a video of a blind dog playing in a mud puddle. It was the fucking cutest thing ever. So <laughs> that bet. that's what he looked like. So the vigilantes were to hang George by the same telegraph pole that his gang buddy was uh hanged at. I think it was Charlie something. Um. So what the same pole that he was hanged from, and after several uh botched uh <laughs> hell, bless you. <sighs>
1: We're not going to edit that out. That's what this podcast is all about. (laughs) We're real.
0: (laughs) After several botched tries at the first two hanging uh, attempts, Big Nose George finally died at the end of a rope on the third try. So he couldn't talk his way out of that one. That shit sucks, man. What, just being hanged?
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. I just, I feel like that's just got to suck. Because, you know, every, every movie you see, like, someone's about to get, you know,. Hanged.
0: Well, I think about that. And, well, hold on. And, okay. and, and, and someone comes.
1: Someone comes in and saves them every single time.
0: Oh, have you seen the Ballad of Buster Scruggs?
1: No, I don't like musicals. That's and, not a uh, musical. <laughs> <laughs> change the name. That's the meme. Uh, That's
0: the meme with James Franco being like he's like has a newsreel. Yeah, first time, eh? yeah? Huh? Yeah.
1: But I'm just saying, every movie, there, yeah, yeah, someone comes and saves them. In real life, that never ha- that like they just they just die. They die. It's, that's it.
0: David's a doctor, everybody. He knows and, what he's talking uh, about.
1: But I'm just saying, like... It's true. Back then, when there weren't movies, it's like, fuck, man. It's gonna
0: suck. Like, the guy has his head in the rope, and he looks over at the guy, and he goes, wait, is this a movie? And the guy goes, what's movie? <laughs> and he goes, fuck. What movie? <laughs> what's movie? <laughs> You're like, Okay. Anyway, but right, I'm going
1: to die now. So,
0: so, but yeah, I, it's, it's a bad way to go, but like, I think of all the other ways in the West, like you can go like bit by Dysentery. a rattlesnake. Dysentery seems like an okay way. You just diarrhea yourself to death, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not good.
1: Yeah, It doesn't sound that bad. Probably like
0: a little bit of a slower one, but like, I mean, getting shot is bad. Like getting crushed by a boulder, ask Flavalflave, he knows. Getting shot and not dying immediately. I mean, getting scalped is probably the worst, right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's a bad one. But, like, a shootout is humiliating, too. If you get fucking shot in the middle of the street and, like, dying, it's like... Ee. You're
1: just the old blind barber trying to cross the road and get shot in a <laughs>
0: fucking shootout. I like how they made the barber blind and they still let him cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, fucking blind. <laughs> So some guy's like, can I have a close shave? And he's like, no problem. How close? And he's like halfway through his carotid. (laughs) He's like, this close? You got a wet-ass neck. Uh, (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah, so he's dead now. And the body was left hanging for several hours until the Undertaker removed it. Having no family to claim the corpse, Dr. Thomas McGee and John Osborne took possession of it to study the outlaw's brain to determine if there might be a reason for his criminal behavior, which was kind of common back then as we talked about. Like people – I know we brought this up before, but people thought that uh, brains were – since they are muscles, that if you were like a bad person – then, like the bad person part of your brain would be bigger than the rest. If you were like a nice person, then the nice person part of your brain, like, would be bigger. So they wanted to see if there's any difference. Um, and also, they had a 15 year old named Lillian Heath who was working as an assistant to Dr. McGee as well. Great. But um, after the skull cap was crudely sawed off, literally, think about that shit. You want to talk yeah. about like how shitty it is to probably die in the West? Think about like the doctors who are like, "like What? What are you? What are we gonna do?" And they're like, "You're getting your leg sawed off. Here's a pint of whiskey." You're just like,
1: "I think I could have been a doctor back then." Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But a damn good one. I know how to tape an ankle.
0: They don't. I don't even think they knew what tape was. Do they have tape? <laughs> That's witchcraft. It's a rattlesnake. You just wrap it around, make it bite its tail. Exactly. That's, how, that's it. I'd be like a witch doctor. I'd be like, just like, fucking rub a leaf on it. So <laughs> uh, rub a leaf on it. So yeah. put it on a leaf. So uh, after the skull cap, which means the top of his head, was crudely sawed off, the doctor ex- examined the brain and found no marked differences between George's brain and a normal one. Though, uh, I just went and killed
1: some fucking dude. <laughs> what
0: do you You're mean? a really nice person. <laughs> we got to
1: study this guy's brain.
0: He's
1: too he, nice. He, <laughs> I don't trust him. He's a fucking nice guy.
0: <laughs> do you know he babysat my dog and didn't even ask for money? So I fucking shot him <laughs> in the head. Anyway, so uh, though Dr. McGee and assistant uh, Heath acted within the medical ethics of the time... Dr. Osborne's activities soon became very bizarre. Dr. Osborne was kind of, he was kind of kooking. He was kind of quirky because Mm. um, Osborne first molded a death mask of George's face using a plaster of Paris, which is not too uncommon. You know, people did make death masks back then. Uh, But the mask was without ears because while George struggled at the end of the rope, um, his ears were torn off. Oh, oh! They don't put that in movies. He almost made it though. Yeah, he. Ha-
1: it wasn't for that goddamn nose of his. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think? I tell he, you what. Do you think he died like this with his fucking yeah, nose, like pig sticking a little big nose? <laughs> Dude, honestly, what like. No wonder on the third try they hanged him. They're like, "God damn it, Terry! The lo- the noose is too loose." And he's like, it "Look, li- it's tugging on his ears. He's gonna slip I like out it when it
1: snaps on him."
0: I do. You, I mean, we always talk about this. If you get if you get half hanged, if you get out of a hanging, do you get to live again? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but yeah, he had no ears, so that's kind of crazy. That's a, that's the other thing. Like, we just talked about this, but in movies, they don't put that shit in there. They're like, they're like the electric chair, like your eyes pop out of your head or something like that. And that's they, why they
1: put a bag on it. And they put Albertson's
0: paper bag on it. <laughs> they slam a piggly wiggly on his head. Here's a, here's a nice little Winn-Dixie bag for you, bitch. Um, oh, my God. A fucking Albertson's bag. It was a plastic bag. Like, Did you flip the switch? Like, he ain't moving. Like, God <laughs> damn it. Don't use the plastic bag next time. Um, so, yeah, he got the death mask, the earless death mask. Next, Osborne removed the skin from the dead man's thighs and chests, which mm. the doctor sent to a tannery in Denver with a set of very strange instructions. The tannery was to use the skin, including the dead man's nipples. To make him a pair of shoes and a medicine bag. David? Why? It looks like you're envisioning these these nice blue suede I'm shoes. I'm
1: trying to imagine. Do, you, do we have photos of them?
0: Oh, they're out there. Oh, fuck. Oh, they're out Gotta there. See that. I mean, they look like kind of normal shoes a little bit because right here, when Dr. Osborne received the shoes, he was disappointed to find they didn't include the nipples that was that's
1: the pay that was the uh (laughs) that was the tannery's pay
0: even the tanner even the tanner was like okay i can't put the nipple on it right yeah
1: these nips come off what's going on here
0: you you know what they should have done they should have put the nipple on like the tongue of the shoe and used it as like one of those pumps you know like the oh the pump air max or whatever the fuck they yeah like (laughs) make them like you know just like
1: push the nipple it's just making the shoe wet.
0: <laughs> uh, Don't invite Dr. Osborne to your house. He'll track milk and do it. He'll track milk all over the floor. He's got milk shoes. So when Dr. Oh, but so he was he was upset that there was no nipples on the shoes, but he still proudly began to wear them anyway. <laughs> Fucking wearing these shits. So. The rest of uh, George's uh, dismembered body was kept in a whiskey barrel filled with a salt solution for about a year. So they just were like, we, we made the death mask, we cut off his nipples and, his, and his, most of his flesh, put him in this whiskey barrel full of salt. And Osborne continued uh, his dissection and experiments for a, time, uh, for a time when finally the whiskey barrel and the outlaw's uh, remains were buried in the yard behind Dr. McGee's office. Um, which is kind of crazy in itself. So despite the doctor's odd behavior in the desecration of George Parrot's body or big nose, George's body, he soon became, uh, a uh, prominent in local politics so this fucking doctor Dr. Osborne became prominent in local politics and in, 19, in 1892 the doctor was elected as the first demo, uh, democratic governor of Wyoming and was said to have worn the shoes at his inaugural ball in 1893 and later Osborne would become the assistant secretary of state under President Wilson Jesus. And he was walking around so that, in human flesh shoes.
1: Yeah, them them fleshies, they they make it into the uh, the White House? You know what? I
0: kind of hope they did. Yeah. Maybe on one fleshes. occasion. Like, I, I like to think the president's like, wow, can I get me a pair of are those fucking nipples? <laughs> no, they couldn't put them on. Bring them over. Let me feel those <laughs> I drew those on. <laughs> so so somewhere along the line, the skull cap was given to the young – because remember they cut off the top of the head too. Yeah. So the top of the skull was given to 15-year-old Miss Heath, who would later become the first female doctor in the state of Wyoming, which is fucking cool actually. That's like a kind of a fun little, uh, you know, look at him now. Yeah. Um, and over the years, the skull cap was said to – was said to have found some use, as an ashtray and a doorstop in her office.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, but a human skin ashtray does not sound like a good idea.
0: Mm, it wasn't a skin ashtray; it was just the skull. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, just like a sorry. just a soup bowl made of yeah. bone. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. If somebody gave me like a real human – I'm looking at this fake human skull that that I think you brought to me like three years ago on like a Halloween or you bought it at the store. (laughs) I still have it in my fucking house. But I have to say like if somebody brought me like a part of a skull, I would definitely like have that. I would keep that on like a bookshelf, right? Oh, for sure. Am I crazy? I don't know. No. But if you gave me your nipples, I'd definitely sew them over mine. I hate mine. I fucking hate mine, um. So, so, uh, so yeah. Ashtray and doorstopper. Not that great. So the incident was all but forgotten until May eleventh. <laughs> so, I'm just thinking of like the first guy going in Wyoming, being like, he walks into her office and he's like, Ugh. he's like, hey, doc, I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you. I was a little skeptical and nervous about you know going to a female doctor, but you know this you seem really qualified and nice and his office is, is that a piece of a skull right there shoved under the door?
1: <laughs> Excuse me, is there ash inside of your door? Hold on, is that
0: <laughs> okay um, so the incident uh was all but forgotten until May 11th of 1950 when construction workers excavating for a new building on Cedar Street unearthed a whiskey barrel filled with bones. The location was behind the building that had served as Dr. McGee's office years before. Inside the barrel were numerous human bones, including a skull with the top sawed off. Yeah, the
1: best part's gone.
0: (laughs) The guy's like, what am I going to put all my fucking ash in? My door's just been fucking closing on me all the time. Uh, So in no time, as a crowd gathered to look at the grisly remains, someone remembered that Dr. Lillian Heath had kept the skull cap. While well into her 80s, Heath was still alive, and she was immediately contacted. When her husband brought the skull cap to the scene, it fit perfectly with the skull found in the barrel. Though locals were convinced uh, these were the remains of Big Nose George, subsequent DNA testing verified the results. Um, Today, the Carbon County Museum in Rollins, Wyoming, proudly displays Big George's death mask, his skull, and the infamous shoes made of the outlaw's skin. Also on display is a watch given by the county commissioner to Rosa Rankin for having stopped Big Nose George from escaping from jail in 1881. The museum is one of the biggest attractions in the city. Uh, this is Carbon County in Rollins. Carbon County Museum in Rollins. Um So have
1: you have you seen the death mask? Yes. Like, did you?
0: Yes. Is his nose really that big? Oh, there's pictures of him too. His nose is big. So, just to finish this off, the shackles used on Big Nose uh, Big Nose George during his uh, hanging uh, and the skull cap are on display at the Union Pacific Museum in Omaha, Nebraska. So, the top of his skull and the shackles are in Omaha, Nebraska, and the rest is in Rollins, and then. It says the rest of big nose a big nose George's remains were allegedly secretly buried years ago in an unknown location while the medicine bag made uh of his tanned skin was never has never been found to this day so there could be a human skin bag out there that we just haven't found. Joe Byron has it. <laughs> He's rocking the – he's like, they won't let me wear the shoes in here, but I got the bag. Dude, I got the shoes in the bag. You don't, should, don't tell nobody. <laughs> so, so you should definitely Google uh, Big Nose George Outlaw and, like, I mean, look at him. Like, he's got a big nose, and they show, like, the shoes and, like, the skull, and they got, like, everything going on there. It's pretty interesting. Oh, he does
1: have a big nose. Big
0: schnoz. But then there's, like, a younger picture of him, and, it, like, his nose yeah. looks tinier. Did your nose keep growing as you get older?
1: Yeah, your ears and your nose never stop growing. That's probably why his ears ripped right <laughs> off the head.
0: If he's got a big nose, he's got a big Ooh. What else? What else? Big should... old nose. We should have made a we should have made something out never mind. So um but yeah I made a
1: kite out of his hog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it made one of those kites that looks like a big fish with an open mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A deep sea fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Octopus. <laughs> Octodick. anyway um but yeah he you see the shoes
1: I see the shoes they yeah they don't look like human skin
0: that's for sure yeah they're pretty nice i would wear them <laughs> i do i do wear them What's, well, you know i What's want size? to know what size that's what i was wondering too <laughs> what size of them i just want to slip what? them on do they make you run faster dude they make i you run slower i just kind of want to know what happened to the nipples to be completely honest yeah. The guy made sunglasses. It'd be fucking Yeah, cool.
1: the per- you can't even see the sun.
0: It was the blind barber. He gave them to the <laughs> blind barber. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, Chuck, are those nipples on your eyes?" He's like, "Yeah, hey, I wasn't getting any use out of them anyway." He's like, "You got a wet neck." And he's like, "No, that's milk going down the back of my <laughs> neck, dog. Fix your glasses." Anyway, so that's the story of Big Nose George and his shoe skins.
1: All right, I got a story here for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yes, Derry. Yeah, Derry, I hope so.
1: Well, before I start my story, um, I wanted to do a little shout-out for one of our listeners. A uh, crazy rainbow-haired lady from small-town BC, Canada reached out to us to, you know, pay us to give her best friend a little Christmas gift shout-out. But unfortunately, our sweet camper uh, Isabel didn't realize for us to wish her best friend in the world Jillian a uh, Merry Christmas. You know, it's, it would cost her the big bucks uh, because you know we're not cheap. So sorry, Isabel. I cannot sit here and wish your friend Jillian a Merry Christmas. Maybe next year. And Merry Christmas, Jillian and Isabel. Thank you guys so much for listening. Anyways, I guess it's time to start the show. Uh, here's my story right here. Today I'm here to tell you the tale of something small in stature, but massive in fury. Uh, these are the little people of the Pryor Mountains. What? Oh, yeah.
0: Where are these Pryor Mountains?
1: Well, the, the little people of the Pryor Mountains. Are, wait, did you ask where? Yeah. Uh, I believe Montana
0: yeah okay now i know where the nipples went
1: for some reason i
0: offerings it, it,
1: the location is a little confusing because i mean spoiler alert they're everywhere um so uh the little people of prior mountains are also known
0: fucking asshole what don't say they're everywhere i'm talking about these little demons these are mythical i mean there's, yes. these are magical right yeah it's like, uh, what's that? What's that one call where they went bowling up in uh, Rip Van Winkle? Those weren't little people; those are giants. Sorry, please continue.
1: To be clear, my story is about a magical folklore creature. I'm not talking about human beings that people may know, may have siblings, may you know have cousins. Yeah, I'm not talking about little people in go, that sense.
0: Go through every family member. Cousins uh, or brother, sister, or cousin, brother, sister, cousin,
1: second stepbrother, stepsister, mailman, stepdad,
0: stepmom,
1: plumber, mailman, blind barber.
0: Boy.
1: The little people of uh, Prior Mountains are also known as Ni or Ah Kuli, which I'm sure I butchered because I don't know how to speak the Crow language.
0: Is that uh, um, Native American Crow? Yes. That's a cool. Yeah. That's a cool... Is it a clan? Is it a, um... Tribe. Tribe. That's a cool tribe name, the Crow.
1: I believe that is the correct term. It's kind of... Again, I don't... I don't wanna offend anybody, so I apologize if anything it's, is uh completely wrong.
0: No, I get that. But it's kind of like one of those words again where you're like, Is it like is it cool because we the word's cool like tomahawk? Like is tomahawk cool because or like mohawk. Is Mohawk cool because we know what a Mohawk is, or is that like just an immediately like cool sounding word like saber tooth or mammoth, you know? Yeah. I don't know. X Men. <laughs> Power Rangers. Wow. That's
1: they, I mean, they Power Rangers, I, I'm not trying to, you know, dunk on anyone, but the name Power Rangers is much cooler than what the Power Rangers actually were.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Uh,
1: so, uh, yeah, I don't know how to speak crow, but uh, these little mountain people are a race of ferocious dwarves. And, again, this is not, like, talking your, about your brother, people. your like, sister. Yeah, your sister, your your dad, your mom, your grandpa. Uh <laughs> Uh so yeah, they are ferocious dwarves in the folklore of the Native American tribe, the Crow Nation among other uh tribes in the Native American community. Uh the little mountain people were seen as imparting spiritual wisdom. And played a huge role in shaping the destiny of the nation known as Crow. And uh, that is because they played a part in the dreams of iconic Crow chief Plenty Coops.
0: He's got a lot of coupons. Um, Come on. I'm sorry, but, like, I don't know what to do when you say (laughs) things, and my brain makes, like, a connection.
1: Many Native American tribes in the West had common stories and religious uh, beliefs of the role that these little people played. Uh, my more local Oregon tribes, like the uh, Umatilla, referred to them as stick Indians, and other tribes in the Oregon area as, like, the, the new Pierce. Nez Pierce, sorry. They, they, ca- they
0: call the, they call the, um, the, 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 the little people stick
1: Stick Indians, and then Nez Pierce called them It's Te Yaha. It's Te Yaha. Mm. Uh, way back in 1804, the Lewis and Clark expedition had. Wait a second. That can't be the right date. <laughs> what year was it? It couldn't have been 1804. Why not?
0: For Lewis and Clark? I don't know. Why not? That sounds about it's... right. Let me see. America was found in 1776. Yeah, but they didn't discover the fucking West until later. 1803. Yeah. Uh, I
1: guess that's fair. Yeah. Didn't think about you that. You know how
0: long it takes take to walk? <laughs> to carry a fucking canoe. I won't even walk uh, to 7-Eleven.
1: For some reason in my mind, Lewis and Clark came before our founding fathers, but I guess no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <clears throat> they landed and they're like, there's nothing out there for thousands of miles. like, we'll just start walking. Yeah. they like, no, we need to – we got to make sure we got people.
1: So, yeah, way back in 1804, the Lewis and Clark expedition had traveled on the Missouri River to see uh, the Mountain of the Little People. Lewis wrote in his travel journal that the Little People were devils oh. with very large heads, about 18 inches tall, and very alert to any intrusion in their territory, which is – Pretty wild when you think about it. Like this is like a myth. Like for the most part, like you think that these are like mythological beings, like a whole civilization of them, stuff like that. But like William Clark wrote this like as if he like came in contact with them. Like they are one hundred percent real.
0: It is. It is like really. Yeah, that is kind of weird how that happens. Like there, I feel like there's other historical figures where like they'll they'll reference like a mystical like mermaids are a perfect example. Yeah, I feel like there are, like, like Magellan probably has, like, he's like, yes, we've seen them with, like, I mean, a lot of people go, like, oh, it was a manatee. It was, you know, this or that. A beluga whale. Yeah, exactly. But, like, people go, like, they have, they're beautiful. And then, like, in the journals, it'd be like they have scaly tails and you're like, oh yeah, manatee. And then they're like, or like a a whale. And then they be like, and then they have beautiful long hair and the face of a woman, big old tits. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh manatee. That's definitely a fucking, (laughs) Oh, I know a manatee when I hear one. (laughs) Uh,
1: He's like, the milk was so good. (laughs) Like what if Lewis and Clark had many entries in their diaries about seeing like Bigfoot? Exactly. Bigfoots. Yeah.
0: But like, I don't, it's so crazy. Like, I wish I could like talk to him. Like, did you see it? He'd be like, I did.
1: Well, wait until I tell you more about these guys
0: too. And then he just takes because a it, huge opium hit. He's like, I saw it. <laughs> You're like, okay.
1: <laughs> so uh, the Sioux tribe said that the devils carried sharp arrows which could strike at a very long distance, and uh, that they killed anyone that tried to walk into their territory. Hmm. So that's a that's. You know, I talked about the crow earlier this time, talking about the Sioux. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it, did, it didn't matter if you're a Native American or some pasty colonizer. These little bastards would kill anyone. Oh,
0: they didn't have, like, a like a peaceful relationship with any of the Native Americans around there?
1: They did. We'll get into that.
0: Okay. You got to so, give them a couple ears. Yeah.
1: So, the uh, Lakota people who lived close to the little people's land— have a story that's about 250 years old where 350 warriors came near the mountain late at night and were almost completely wiped out by the small soldiers shut up saying that the only ones who survived were disabled for the rest of their lives (laughs) like lost legs i don't know I, i didn't really go into detail but like saying that like they were like like disfigured yeah, like lost an arm, lost legs, oh my lost a God. hand, lost and, a foot.
0: And this is all just, like, is their main weapon just like those really, really sharp arrows?
1: Everything I read, it only talked about arrows, but we will get into
0: I mean, they're, something else. I mean, they're probably little vicious bastards. They're all head. They're mostly head, right? Oh,
1: wow. Well, they're all head. Well, Buckle up. We're going to get into it. Ooh. So uh, Crow Folklore says that the little people live in the, the small mountain range in Carbon Country, Montana. Dude, shut the fuck up. That's where mine took place. I know. <laughs> and in Bighorn County, no. uh, Montana.
0: That's crazy.
1: But, you know, what's crazier is the fact that I'm going to Montana soon.
0: Dude, you could visit. Which means
1: I can go seek them out
0: and probably a barrel full of bones. It's
1: po- I could I could hit both of them in one day.
0: Oh man. I mean if you want to see a barrel full of bones come to my house. I got some.
1: I've seen the ones in the back of your I've seen the trash bags of bodies in the back of your car.
0: I the only thing I'm nervous about is that he never got to deliver the rest of the mail and I'm f- I'm scared that somebody's going to come looking for that mail.
1: Either I had to have been at least one important parcel.
0: <laughs> I got those nice shorts that they wear though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they you know those mailmen their shorts they hit at the perfect spot, a little bit above the kneecap.
0: No, no, no. I hit at the perfect spot. That's why he fell so fast. <laughs> it was a it was a karate chop to the neck. That's a good spot. Yep.
1: So uh, petrographs on the rocks in the mountains um, show images of the little people and they are believed to have been made by the devil-like creatures themselves. So they're doing little
0: self-portraits. Well, Norman Rockwell on the Rockwell.
1: They're like sitting at a diner with a cop.
0: (laughs) I mean, I was kind of thinking of the the, the picture with him looking in the mirror while painting himself. Remember, that's a classic classic. Norman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Classic Norman. God. Now, I know I described them from what William Clark wrote, but I want, to, uh, I want to think that the crow description is a lot better. So the crow says uh, that they are about knee-high, large, nearly round bellies, Ooh. incredibly strong, but short arms and legs with no neck. The boy's got no neck.
0: <laughs> How am I going to take them down? You know I'm all karate chop.
1: I know. They're, they're your weakness, man. You can't. <laughs> Fuck. What are you going to do?
0: They're everyone's weakness. Let's not get yeah. ourselves here.
1: So in the story Lost Boy, uh, which is a story from the crow, the crow say that a, uh, a little person killed a full-grown elk and carried it off by throwing its head over its shoulder and walking away.
0: Holy shit. That would be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Well, if you don't know – a full-grown elk are fucking huge. They can weigh between 700 and 1,100 pounds. And he just carried it by its, like, head. Well, you and see- he's got no he's got no neck, so <laughs> he's really got to wedge it in there.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm more fascinated at the physics of, like, their short arm and no neck. And I think that boy bit off more than he could chew. No, 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 no. Who, the elk? Because he sure as shit did. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right.
1: So uh, this story is the reason why the crow have a saying as strong as a dwarf.
0: What? They have that saying?
1: Yeah, I you know, I'm, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that like reigns from the crow uh, tribe or anything like that, but I guess that's a saying for them.
0: I like how uh, I say that at work and I get fucking written up. Like, why <laughs> well, do I get written up? Oh strong as a Wow. Wow, Mark you're really strong as a dwarf what the fuck did he say? Uh, You don't get it. You don't get it. You get it if you you fucking killed an elk, you loser.
1: So other nearby tribes have told many stories of these nasty little bastards uh, ripping the hearts out of their enemies' horses Mm. so that they were unable to successfully bring war to the crow tribe. They would rip the hearts out of horses.
0: Wait. So they're protecting the Crow tribe.
1: That's right. That is because the Crow were smart and saw powerful allies.
0: I love this. I love a good ally story.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Crow would make an offering to the little people every year. Now, what was off, what was the offering is a little unclear.
0: Pumpkin loaf.
1: But it was believed that the little people would snatch up kids, food, medicine, and tobacco. So maybe the crow made an offering of that list
0: of a kid with a uh, liparin, full of. Uh... I know, what, yeah,
1: I know what you're thinking. I, I get it. I know what you're thinking. They would offer their kids, right? But if they're gonna snatch one up, wouldn't you take advantage of like being able to choose what shitty little kid you want them to take? Ooh. It's, like, a better version of Santa's naughty or nice list, you know? Like, you better act good or we're going to hand you off. Ooh,
0: wait. That's kind of like but, the Minotaur thing that we were talking about, too. Where a little like, bit, yeah. like, they would shove them in the maze, be like, go in there and see what you find.
1: But, again, like I said, I have no idea what the actual offering was. I'm not trying to say that – I'm not trying to provide false information saying that this tribe would stand <laughs> – kids over to these monsters well, to be killed.
0: It's kind of weird to, to think about it because like you know it's like it's that whole thing where it's like is one life worth more than like the that the 300 tri- people of the tribe that got like Slaughtered or disabled, and you're like, "Well, it's a kid," and you're like, "Yeah, but it's still like one life for like three hundred, yeah. and you got to make that hard choice." And the kid's a kind of a shithead anyway. He's been cheating. Could have been, he could have been a total piece of. He's shit. been cheating in all the games. He's fucking. Yeah, yeah I get it.
1: Sloppy steaks at chiccolini's
0: This <laughs> is a real piece of shit.
1: So at this time, the crow had only known how to make uh, arrowheads out of bones, but it was believed that, that the little people had an art of crafting arrowheads of stone, which were much more dependable and lethal, which I think also contributed to them being able to, like, shoot their arrows farther. There was more weight at the tip. Mm so that kind of was like they would like find their arrows and be like holy shit like these are way better than ours yeah that's why they're so dangerous as they as and they as, can rip hearts out of horses <laughs> with their bare fucking hands
0: dude their arms are so short are they just like jumping into the chest of the horse the heart's not that far put on a shirt a little target horse hearts aren't that far like what does that mean <laughs> But far from what? <laughs> from me ripping them out. I'm going to so kill your horse. I'm going to kill your horse.
1: Daddy needs some new glue.
0: <laughs> you sick bastard.
1: So the little people were also uh, often referred to as spirit dwarves, which was a lighter outlook on them in a more positive view. Uh, they were believed to be able to give blessings or spiritual incitement to ones deemed worthy. Mm. So, like, they weren't like some people didn't see them as like these monsters. Like, some people saw them as beings that could provide, you know, like unearthly things.
0: I feel like a lot of, um, a lot of like mythical beasts out there, um, they kind of have like a, you know, even like, even the like the most dangerous ones do have like a a positive swing or side to them you know what i mean where it's like oh yeah, yeah these like e- even like mermaids they, like they grab you and they rip you to the depths of hell but then like if you can befriend them and but like they would give you an elixir of eternal life and you're like oh they bring you many pearls exactly i mean that's just the way of being like Everyone's like, "Why don't we just go murder all these guys?" And they're like, nah, they're okay sometimes. Like if we just, just yeah. don't fuck with them, you know, like, you know, yeah, that's just how it is." So,
1: so for the most part, uh, the crow refused to enter their territory, obviously because they would get fucking annihilated. Up. Yeah, but occasionally one crow would enter unarmed in an attempt to ask a little person for help or advice or something like that.
0: Oh, that'd be like so some. I'm t- like picturing that, I that'd be. Such a cool scene to, like, walk in. Good and like, movie. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like a scene straight out of, like, Game of Thrones or something. He's like, I come.
1: I didn't add it in, but there was a, like, folklore lore story of a small child who uh, got left behind during a move. And the little people, like... Took the child in and raised them as their own. Like the kid learned magic from them and stuff, even though he was just a normal human being. Was
0: it Kevin McAllister? It was Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, I was going for a Home Alone reference, and I think you went for a uh, just a Kevin I, reference. I Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but he like taught say, them all the like dance. See, the the crows didn't want him dancing, and but he brought dancing to the little people he did and they became even stronger and then when he
1: learned his magic he turned into the invisible man
0: oh yes of course yeah yeah <laughs> of course so we talked a
1: lot about the stories of the little people but let's talk about the more physical evidence of their existence uh the physical remains of the tiny people have been uh, found in various locations on the western United States, particularly Montana and Wyoming. That's what I was saying earlier about how, like, they're, like, everywhere. Like, I think they've found them in multiple states. Uh, yeah, the remains trying, are yeah. usually – yeah, the remains are usually found in caves. Uh, fitting the description that, that they were perfectly formed dwarf-sized people.
0: Okay, so they're, like – I mean, how big are their fucking heads? Apparently big, I don't know. Maybe it was all meat. A lot of meat. Like normal size skull, but like a meaty ass head. Just a big old meat slab of the head. <laughs> hey, that boy's head's on meat. Don't go Archeo- near him.
1: <laughs> Archaeologist Lawrence L. Loedorf. Said that the burials, of course, are always sent to a local university or the Smithsonian for uh, analysis, only to have both the specimen and research result disappear.
0: Wait, wait, whoa, 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 So he's
1: digging at something way bigger that, like, the government's hiding this shit from <laughs> us.
0: They're They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> This guy's
1: wild. I'm a big Loendorf fan because I'm all about what he's selling.
0: You you, you know Loendorf is just like big ashtray keeps fucking stealing their skulls. He needs a big ashtray. (laughs) No, no, no. He
1: needs a big ass ashtray.
0: (laughs) I meant big ashtray as in like big oil. Like big ashtray is kidnapping these fucking skulls and making top-notch Shit that they sell to like Epstein, you know, for the, the global elite. Yeah, exactly. The one percent. We haven't talked
1: about the fact that Epstein and Maxwell were at Queen Elizabeth's fucking cabin.
0: Oh yeah, that is weird.
1: We haven't talked about that at all. I forgot it. That that that's the downfall of doing it every every other week is we miss some of those topics where we should definitely be talking about the fact that, like, those photos are lined up perfectly.
0: I mean. I mean, he fucking. I put him to sleep. He was fucking. <laughs> he was fucking there. Like that's the thing. Like I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, Prince Andrew, you're friends with him," and he's like, "No, I'm not. I didn't even know he did any of this. I didn't even like hang out with him very often." And then they show there's him. A photo like, of you on the plane. That, yeah, and then like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then there's like fucking like you you let him stay at your cat ca- your your family cabin like. Is it kind of nice that the Queen's Cabin is just like kind of. I mean, it probably is way really. Looks like a
1: piece of shit. Yeah, a real hunk of shit.
0: Like. (laughs) They probably have to use like toilet paper. They don't even have like a servant there to like lick their butts. Like, oh, we're using toilet paper. No, look at that
1: dinosaur. They got that dinosaur from the Flintstones movie, the garbage disposal.
0: Oh, that one just licks its butt. Ah, It licks her. I don't want to think about this anymore. What do you think she eats every day?
1: Uh, a human
0: skulls, remember? She's dead. That's she's been dead for like a week. They've just been shoveling other people's blood into her mouth for 40 years. <laughs> Big a fucking beer bong full of blood.
1: I mean, like, we can just dunk on the queen all day. What are they going to do? Ban us from England? Oh, I don't get to go to, like, a, the worse America.
0: Don't say she's dead. We, you know what <laughs> happened when we said the other Prince Philip is going to die? Then he died. Yeah, he did. We predicted that we one. We said he was
1: going to be in a death match with Regis Feldman.
0: No, Bob he Barker, died. not Regis Feldman. Is Regis Feldman still alive?
1: No, he's dead.
0: No, is he? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Regis died. Regis pretty sure, Re- pretty sure
1: Reggie's gone.
0: Oh, he did die. He died in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Chris I love
1: Reggie. Yeah, oh. Reggie was a, was a was an all time great.
0: Fuck me, bring back Reg, bring him back.
1: So to this day, some crow members uh, still remember the uh, the old tales, unsure if they still walk the earth. So they leave offerings for them when they go on their you know journeys, walks, hikes, whatever. That's uh, probably a good call. Better safe than sorry. Uh, So this is a cautionary reminder. Uh, Next time you are out in the wild of Montana or Wyoming, make sure you keep one eye up, one eye around knee height, because you never know what could be coming for you.
0: It's true. Rip your horse heart out right out your fucking chest.
1: (laughs) I mean, horse hearts are bigger. The horse is bigger, so you know they could just rip ours
0: out. Yes, of course. But they got to find it. They're looking where the horse's heart is. They ain't going to find nothing but jelly beans there. <laughs> they stick their hand where they think the horse heart is. They're going to find a blot of Cadbury eggs inside of me. Cum eggs? What? Oh, yeah. If you crack them open. They got the white in them. The white caramel. What is that shit? What is that shit?
1: It's, it's daddy's cream. <laughs>
0: okay, it's I think. waiting for Easter roll around. That sounds like a good place to end it. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. We always appreciate it when you guys uh, drop in and hang out with us, and we love telling you these stories, so it works out. It's mutual. Uh, If you guys want any more information, go to our Instagram at Camp Strange Podcast. Click the link in the bio, and you could buy any merch you would like. I don't think you'd get it in time for Christmas now. You might actually. I don't know. You might actually make it, Um, and you could. There's a bunch of other hyperlinks in there. You could click them around see what you got. Um, if you want to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. We always love a nice review. If you want to leave something nice, we'd like that. If you leave something mean, uh, we don't like it, but who's going to read it besides us and just feel bad? It's fine. No one's just checking gonna, that. Just to gonna, really... We're just
1: going to go back and look at it and feel sad all the time. Yeah,
0: we'll be like, ah, well, what did we do wrong? Oh, we're talented. We talked about
1: Chance the Rapper. We're
0: <laughs> Dude, J- oh David, you not drop that. Somebody give us a five star review, and then David said something bad about Chance, and then they dropped it to a three star review. It was funny. <laughs> David hung on to that one. He was just like, "What?" To be fair, we like Chance, but the album was bad. <laughs> a- Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Anyway, um. Uh, what else if you guys want to send us anything via email send it to camp strange podcast at com. and if you want to dm us we're always on the dms and we always appreciate when you guys send us those fun little uh weird stories you guys find uh we have a couple couple submissions about gravestones and all that other fun stuff and we always appreciate it we just let us know you guys are interested and uh, we like to know that you guys are enjoying this stuff so um yeah and David, do you have anything to say before we officially head out?
1: Spider-Man dies.
0: <laughs> I fucking You guys don't worry, the movie's not out yet. David does not know anything if any Spider-Man die, it is completely coincidence. Spider-Man dies. <laughs> I'm...
1: Green goblin Green Goblin gets a big old boner at one point. It's really weird, <laughs> like two thirds of the movie there's this a weird scene where Willem Dafoe just has a huge boner,
0: you know he and a... he goes,,
1: hey, I built this company. <laughs> you can't take this from me
0: you can't you can't judge me for my boner <laughs> um I'm seeing it on the eighteenth it, it comes out on the it comes out on the
1: seventeenth uh Friday,
0: yeah. I'm seeing on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing Friday. Oh, uh, are you? I'm better than you. Yeah. Don't talk to me on that day. Don't fucking text me or turn off my phone. If you text me Spider-Man dies, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> anyway. You know now I'm going to. Yeah, you are, and I fucking hate you already. Anyway, thanks guys and don't forget to stay strange.